Blog Talk Radio. I 
hearing her her lineage, you know, I, I knew for sure we were going to talk about um, empowerment because her lineage lineage dates all the way back to um, the the women in her family date back to the suffrage movements, and it was her great great grandmother Jenkins who worked with um, Susan B. Anthony and really leading the women's suffrage movement. And to me, I just thought that was so incredible and powerful. And it's no wonder why Cynthia is so driven to help empower other people. I mean, it's just in her blood to be a pioneer and to carry on that legacy of her family. And um, and that's really her core motto is to help and empower other people to, to live their most magical lives and to manifest their dreams. And after I was talking with her and after we did the show, I was really thinking – you know a lot about her great great grandma Jenkins, um, which it sounds almost made up when you when you say that. She keeps saying that, and I keep getting like flashes of um, in living color in my mind, and like <laughs> like this gets there about them talking about Grandma Jenkins, and um, <laughs> and um, you know it really made me think about how how little or much we know about our own ancestry line, and you know not knowing just who your family is, your immediate family, your grandparents, but do we know our great-grandparents? Do we know our great-great-grandparents? How far down the line, you know, do we really know? And to me, it's always fascinating to see what accomplishments or um, naughty things that our ancestor has done that basically gets carried along with, with their blood, which is running through our veins, and with the passing down of a family name. Um, so much is in a name. And... Um, um, I was just completely fascinated and reminded about a lot of stories that I, I remember hearing from my, my parents and my grandparents about their families, and um, some of them which are just an absolute crack-up, and other of them are pretty tragic. And um, it's just it just amazes me how... You know, when you when you go around and talking to some people, some people know it, know their genealogy like inside and out, and others people just really have no clue. And to me, it's always fascinating how um, how and where like that channel of communication gets lost, and how we feel um, that's not to be honored or remembered. You know, one of the reasons why I want to continue doing Mama's Pearl is both the the weekly blog and the radio show is to continue to remember these stories and memories of my lineage and passing down the stories to my children as well as remembering what what my children are doing. Um, you know, like I said, I'm 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 not the best at keeping up with the memory books. And for me this 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 journey has really been about capturing the memories of my family and and keeping a journal and I just love love doing it and what we've been exploring here and you know looking back at Cynthia's story just reminds me again of why it's so important and and with um, Native Americans and a lot of other cultures ancestor worship is like a daily practice in their tribal and just in their lives and that's what you um, you're always honoring your ancestors and doing different rituals to to remember them and to pass down their legacy and and the roots by which we came you know do run really deep in us and so just taking a little bit time in your life to talk with your children to show them pictures and to remember for yourself you know who's on your family tree and how your roots are are grown um i feel is is really 
it's really important and critical for you to have the understanding about, you know, who you are and where you came from as well as to pass down to the to your children and help them figure out where who they are and where they came from. I mean, sure, I'm sure there's everybody in their family has, you know, one a couple of relatives that maybe have soiled the family name, um, and how you cope with that. That's a that's a completely you know, private and personal matter, and I, I get that. Um, but overall, knowing the history of of where we came from, I feel is so important. There is only a pocket of the population that were actually born and raised in in the U.S. for generations and generations. You know, all down their lines. Everybody else came here on a boat <laughs> or took a or took a plane or landed on these shores from from international waters. And to me, it's completely fascinating when you go up your line about where where you were. And I find like Europe is so fascinating in that sense because it's you know it's so much more um, connected. We have all these countries next to each other, and most of the people in the country speak multiple languages because it's you know you're just exposed to it more. Where here, it's like if you don't speak English, it's just <laughs> you know we have the attitude if you don't speak English, you know leave. And um, you know, I think we're missing out on carrying on the diversity of the different cultures and different languages. Um, you know, I'm I only really speak English. I speak a, like a really little bit of other <laughs> languages. Like uh, when I was traveling to to Japan, I took a course in Japanese and I learned like the first level, like like the first level of the language. So, but you know, I can say hi and konnichiwa to to a Japanese person, but once they respond, you know, that's it. I'm kind of lost. So, you know, it's one thing I, I really wish that I did was learn learn more languages. But um but I find it fascinating that the that the language difference translated into um into our names being shortened, like our original family names being shortened when our ancestors did come over to this country. And I met somebody um, yesterday at the Twitter conference here in New York who was saying just that, that basically his name has been shortened, you know, a bunch of times. And it was really interesting. Um, and it's really interesting to see, like, the how your name was shortened was based on like your religion or where you came from like if you were you were Jewish and this happened with with my family and um other people that my that my family knows like basically you were given like your your name was just shortened and changed to like Stein or Itz or or something that was relatively familiar and categorically um Jewish. And um and, you know, in this person particular person, you know, he is a mixture of, of different religions and it just like depends which way the wind blow and how people read his read his name. You can't figure out what he is. And, you know, I found like the shortening of, of the names to be of somewhat significance because if you're going to to look up the channel and follow your genealogy, you need to you need to know what the extended names were what the customs, um, the customary um, shortening of your names were, because um, that's what happened when when <laughs> when your families hitched a ride and wound up in on these shores in Ellis Island, and with the customs agent, they would just you know shorten your name. It was too long, it was too confusing, it was too far, and <laughs> just giving you an Americanized shortened name, and you know have a nice life here in the states. And um, when I was 
when I was remembering that, I was um, leading into talking about like this week, like the heart. Sh- this week is is for heartstrings, and the pearl of the week is love the river wild. And I was really focusing on like those those like simple moments that just light up your being and light up your your life. And for me, one of those is just hearing like the fun stories about my family. And when thinking about like our genealogy also and how that came into it, I was reminded of one story. It's it's kind of like wickedly funny because it's it is tragic. Um, it is tragic, but it and if it wasn't so tragic, it would be hilarious. Um, but it 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 calls into question like also like the rise of communication because you know it's only in the modern world where we have instantaneous communication, and it amazes me just in how many how many facets that we we can and what we can accomplish through communication and that's one thing that I'm learning at the um at the Twitter conference and through Twitter and social media and Facebook. Um, and everything that we have now and that's going to continue to grow in all our handheld devices and you know everything we're just we're just completely wired 24/7 and across the world um how instantaneous communi- things how instantaneously things can be communicated and shared with your family with your friends um and to a, you know the public at large and it's you know something again that I love about doing mama's pearls because I'm able to share these stories that's happening to me and what I'm thinking about and and frankly, because I work from home and I'm at home and I don't have people around me, like it doesn't make me feel so crazy. Like when I can go on the show and like share these stories, I'm not. I don't feel like I'm just talking to myself. That I'm actually talking to my my friends and family. And Omega, who is my first caller two weeks ago, that was not from my friends and family on Mama's Falls. Um, and um, and so thinking about the instantaneous communications could have come really in handy for this particular story that I believe involves my great-grandfather. On my, my mother's side, it was my grandfather's father, I think. I, I need my mom to basically verify that for me, um, which goes to the whole story about remembering and which is why I need to have everything in writing so I do remember this stuff. Um, but... <laughs> So my great-grandfather, or my great-uncle, we'll call him my great-grandfather, he was going to basically hitch a ride on a boat from Europe and come to America. The boat that he was supposed to catch was um, a little tiny boat called the Titanic. Yeah, the Titanic. And um, just to show you the the nice little dumb luck that's in my family, he's supposed to catch the Titanic and come here and meet his family who was already here and settled in America. And um, my my family here was obviously expecting him. They knew what boat he was going to be on. And... um, we all know the fate of the Titanic, not so great. And so my great-grandfather is going to catch the boat, and he winds up missing it. He missed the Titanic. How awesome is that? Um, it's so awesome that, you know, he lives. But when the word traveled overseas that, you know, about the fate of the Titanic and my family who heard about it here, my uncle who was who was in America who was expecting my great grandfather dropped out of a heart attack from worry. <laughs> so yeah, so like I said, it's it's a hilariously funny, dark, dark com- comedic story about my family. And um you know, if only we had the instant communications 
communications then, um, it would have you know it would have it would have saved a life. And you know, but that's something to me like always carries upon like the the dumb luck that that's in my family, and also like trusting trusting the instincts and your blood enough to to keep you out of harm's way. If you're supposed to go on this beautiful, gorgeous ship and you wind up missing it, like there must be there must be a reason, which also leads me to like why communication is failed this week um, with me and my special guest Lauren. Lauren Simon's going to be on um, on an on a upcoming show, and we, we were supposed to do it today, but things got really kind of screwy on my end, and I'm, I'm just convinced that Mercury must must be in, re- in retrograde. So I'm going to hold the really delicious talks about heartstrings until Lauren does join us. But I did want to leave you thinking this week about those simple memories um, in your family and in your life and the simple things that you do do um, and are exposed to that really do light up your being and light up your soul. And for me, one of those major things is working to network with other people and really see how we can connect and make some larger things happen um, and helping people find their purpose. And I was recently interviewed by Paul Slakis, who runs Good News Broadcast, and um, and he asked me, you know, instead of Mama's Pearl's questions, when it comes to a mama section, he was asking me his closing question in the interview was, you know, to you, what is good news? And I took a moment to really think about that, and I think it's a, a really amazingly beautiful and simple question that just, to me, takes it back to the heart. And my response was just really knowing, you know, and hearing that my friends and family are happy, healthy, and doing well in what they love. And, um, you know, and, and that little opening of the heart for me is just a reminder um, to stay true and always find those things, those small little things in life that you love. So we're going to keep it short and sweet today because I'm going to jump back up uptown to the Twitter conference. They're doing a whole series today on um, mommy bloggers, and I'll have more to report on that next week, which I'm excited about. So if you want to chat more and um, and give me some feedback on 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 what really tugs your heartstrings. Um, definitely touch base with me on Facebook, which is you can just go into Mama's Pearls and you'll find you'll find the it's now not the fan page it's a like page so if you like Mama's Pearls go like it on Facebook and um, give me some feedback and we will chat next week when I'm going to have. Um, I'm going to have my friend who I just met here, who is a conscious parenting coach. So that's going to be amazing. So definitely tune back in next week and have a wonderful week. Remember to enjoy your time, enjoy your family, and life goes by way, way, way too fast. So just take a moment and stop and connect with your heart.